0: Welcome, everybody, to the Woo Latte, episode four. Four. <laughs> I feel like singing today for some reason. That's fine. <laughs> Go with it. Uh, and I am the funny yogi, and I also have with me... The apothecary of late. Woo-woo. We are the uh, the woo and the woo girl, and uh, we're excited to talk to you guys today about a new topic. Yeah. Um. So, just to get things started, though, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about... This is a podcast, obviously, for solopreneurs that, again, yes. we did not create or brand or claim. Let's just get that No, we there.
1: came up with this <laughs> word together in this room. It was just, it actually came out of me not being able to say solopreneur. Yes, it's about being a self-employed solopreneur. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, being self-employed. Going out on our own thing, promoting ourselves, like really um, putting ourselves forward as as the product.
0: And, and putting ourselves out there in a very vulnerable way. Exactly. Actually, quick side note, a really good friend of mine who now has just reached like 14,000 followers on Instagram Yikes. and that coveted over 10 where you can yep. now do all this great stuff. Yep. She's amazing. And she has not uh, ever put her face in front of the brand. It's always been her brand with text. And she was so cute this last week when I was in San Diego for my baby shower. Uh She reached out to me. She's like, hey, I just put myself on my story for the first time ever. Can you look at it and let me know what you think? And I'm like, uh, and somebody has 600 fucking followers. You've got 14,000. Right, right, right. right. And you're asking for my advice. And she, it was just so sweet. Cause she's like, you know, you've put yourself as the brand from Mm -hmm. day one Mm -hmm. and that's so vulnerable. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of rad. So that's what we're both doing, you know. And it's yeah. it's really difficult, and hence the podcast, yep. for posterity and for helping other female male solopreneurs who are doing this. Yeah, kind of
1: realizing that they're not doing they're not doing this in a vacuum. And <laughs> so much of what we do as solopreneurs um, is by ourselves, spending time at our computers or even interacting with clients one on one. Or this, we feel pretty isolated. We don't exactly have um, like a uh, a work team, yeah. Uh, unless you're super great, and then you have employees. But then I still feel like you've got to be, feel. I, I I don't know because I'm not speaking of, from experience here. But as well, I will manifest it, we'll yeah, manifest it in, in <laughs> two years. You're gonna know, <laughs> right, right? But as I can imagine, you know, it's it's. I think of it as like this. Lone, there's a lonely, um, yeah. a loneliness, a lonely road up top, or I don't know, but there's yeah. there's some sort of, yeah, like for sure, acronym, cliche thing, something that, cool, yeah, we like can... a tagline. That's the <laughs> word I'm going for. <laughs> Get on the words, Casey. Get on yeah. The words. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, here we are back for episode number four. Um, So it's pretty great that we've committed to doing this uh, pretty regularly. I know. I'm so um, proud of us. I know, me too.
0: Um, but let's wait, wait. Let's quickly touch okay. on last week. I know episode. It's like I'm kind of avoiding it
1: because I'm a little <laughs> this, uh, like this, this accountability is making me feel kind of. Mm, so well, last flashback to episode
0: have, three. Always have a Mike Myers reference. Exactly. Normally, it's coffee talk, but sometimes it's Wayne wor- Wayne's World. Exactly. It's always 90s because yep. we're in our mid to late 30s. And we love SNL. <laughs> and we love SNL. We love improv. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, doo-doo, doo-doo, anyway, doo-doo. so
1: flashback to a last episode, episode three, that was all about self-care. And we made it a shorter episode because basically I was burnt out and the idea was like, I need to get my ass to yoga. So... um a little inside tidbit of honesty. <laughs> I was all ready to go to yoga. I was already in my yoga clothes. Even during... I, I left
0: the house and you were in your. You were. I was in my yoga left clothes. The house with no, You like, I was. Me, like, in I, your was car. I
1: went in my car and then I was like, shit, I'm gonna be late to this class. I don't know what else happened. Like either I got a text or a call or like I got this brilliant idea about something I need to do for my business. And so I sat in my car for a few minutes. And my favorite yoga studio that I teach at is, um, so I get free yoga, is about half an hour Bonus
0: when you're a solopreneur. You need to get the free
1: yoga. You have to get get (laughs) the swag when you can. Like, take advantage of all the pieces. And so I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, okay, and then I have to, all of these... Topics that I wanted to bring up with, it was actually the owner of the studio who was um, leading the yoga class and she teaches amazing yoga classes. So shout out to Heather Falcon um, at Sangha Studio Woo-woo! and Queen let's, Anne.
0: Let's move that girl. Woo-woo! Great Seattle local, local studio.
1: Yep, and I think on her business card it actually says uh, yogi. Something and badass, which is totally amazing. I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> I want she is. that
0: as my title. Great. Yeah. That's I mean, great. she
1: made it. Like that's she, great. Awesome. she didn't just manifest yeah. it. She like wrote it down on paper and, and she owned it. She owned it. Yeah. So, anyways, I was gonna go talk to her about you know other offerings at the at the studio, in, in addition to taking her incredibly um, inspiring Bhakti Vinyasa class. And then I just like looked at the clock and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be rushing to get there. It's right around rush hour to go across town. Uh, For those of you guys who are unfamiliar with Seattle, I have to drive across the Mercer Mess to get from where I live in Madison Park over to uh, the top of Queen Anne. Um, so it's, it takes some effort to do it. And so at I four sat at, at, it was like 4.30. Oh yeah. And no, it was four. Yeah, exactly. Her <laughs> class is at 4.30. Good luck. Uh, you should go to it, especially if you live on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> 4.30 on Fridays, Bhakti Vinyasa, it sets your weekend up just right. Um, but I was like, you know, I just, I can't, like, we just had this whole podcast of like self-care and then I was feeling like, oh shit, you know, I, I put it out there to, the many listeners of our (laughs) podcast the many 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 (laughs) many listeners that I was going to do this and I was like yes you owe them
0: you owe them (laughs) because you told them
1: that's okay I came up with a new philosophy of yoga like if you didn't do yoga yesterday, you need to do yoga today. You said that, I think, yes. in the last episode. And I've, I've, been, been I, I've been living up to that. Anywho. Perfect. So I was sitting in the car, and then I did this whole, like, oh, this is not going to work. And so I, I got out of my car, which was still parked in the driveway, opened the garage, went inside, sat down on the couch, and started watching Queer Eye for the Street. Yes,
0: <laughs> queen! Yes, queen! <laughs> A little J V N for us there. I love fucking Jonathan. But yes, queen, that is your self-care that you needed that day. It was
1: totally... I felt indulgent, right? So this like, Mm. oh, can I allow myself to do this thing? What if my partner comes home and sees me
0: watching TV? Which I do like never. By the way, can we just like fuck the world and the word indulgent? Like even hearing it come out of your mouth, I was like, fuck that word. And I use that all the time too to like self-deprecate or like judge myself, especially as a business. I think if you are an individual business owner, solopreneur, female entrepreneur, whatever you may be, and if you're a fucking mom, like even if you right. don't even ha- you know right. work or whatever, indulgent, like whoever you, you don't work as a Who, mom, right? yeah, right, <laughs> <You> don't work. <laughs> Fuck. Well, welcome,
1: <laughs> uh, welcome, Jessica. Uh, you may you may have this different perspective. Of what it's like to be a mama, In not like working. Eleven <laughs> weeks. In Eleven
0: weeks. I might have a different perspective. Oh my god, I know. T- totally scratch that. Yeah. I know that it's going to be the hardest job ever. Yeah. Also, part of my failures I've been feeling this week, just yeah. like uh, yeah. I'm going to be a mom and I'm totally going to fucking suck at it. Anyways fuck the word indulgent so, yeah because yeah, yeah. whoever came up with that or why it exists it just should shames us or it just shames us yes,
1: yeah totally and so now the, the slate is clean I feel better Great. like it's off off um <laughs> My I conscience that, it. in fact, I didn't go to yoga, but I wore but, all of my yoga clothes while I sat on the sofa. I watched Queer Eye. <laughs> and, and I'm
0: pretty sure, like, I was eating chips and salsa. Love it. But you know what? That, what I loved about this story, which is why I was like, you have to talk about this <laughs> in the podcast today, is because that is fucking self-care yeah that is a version of self-care that so many of us don't allow us to to practice or we just constantly brand it indulgence right when right. it's not like that's what you needed and you listen to yourself you're a freaking reiki master yeah. you're all about tuning into yourself right, you which is attuned. why I, I feel
1: like oh yes yes but also i'm like oh i'm gonna go watch tv which you know but if you, you, you live do in it, but so. if you listen in the yoga world like yeah, I remember going to my yoga nidra training and they were talking about um often what people do to like unplug and relax is watching TV and really that isn't turning off your brain and this was a little shamey and like they were asking, Oh, who here watches TV? And nobody raised their hand and oh, I'm like The
0: Woo can be shamey. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like being the woo girl, but I'm also in the woo. But the woo can be shamey. Fuck yeah. Yeah, a little bit like it can. Oh. I'm
1: like, okay, so I am, and I have n- had not started watching the uh, new version of Queer Eye, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this because I'm less of the woo girl, <laughs> woo girl. Yeah, I'm more the Jonathan woo, <laughs> and I'm just like, what is this? And I'm like, That's this great. is amazing. I want to watch, like, I want to binge from beginning to end. Yeah. But then my partner came home, and I was like, Ugh, what are you doing? I'm like,
0: I'm just like watching this thing. Uh. We can turn it off. <laughs> I totally made Josh start watching it. And he freaking likes it. Like, he likes it. It's I adorable. Bet, yeah, I bet Cameron would it. I bet he would into it. Yeah. It, it appeals on he, all he'd, levels. He'd say he wasn't, but he was
1: Anyways. Remember. Anyways, we're, wow. We're digressing, Di- digressing. Queer Eye, who
0: is also not a sponsor, but maybe one day will be. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. They should come here and do a Queer Eye makeover on us. <laughs> oh, my God. If we had... What did you say before we started recording? Like, oh, you, talk, you mentioned about, like, being seen on camera. Oh, like, right. <laughs> here comes the camera. Do I look okay?
1: Does my voice sound okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> You say you're not a woo girl and then you totally have woo girl moments. it's true. Anyways, it's true. um yeah, so, there's no cameras cuz no podcasting. Camera. And if you are to videotape on oh, yeah. your phone, it in fact doesn't involve a tape any longer. <laughs> Yes, that was my reference earlier to my mother videotaping my baby shower speech on her iPhone. Exactly. Um, We are so technologically savvy. You're welcome, listeners. Um, So after that 10-minute intro to today's episode. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Into the meat. You know what's great? We're actually going to talk today about failure. Um, Yeah. Not just failure, but uh, failure and redefining success and competition, everything kind of all weaved in together, but this really came up from, you know, the last week I've been gone, I've been down in San Diego, and and kind of talked about, connects to last week's episode about Mm self-care, I went to San Diego for my baby shower, and I didn't work, like, I was, yes, I was still doing my post every day, hashtag commit to joy, actually, no, I did meet with (laughs) Gary Ware. Wait, you didn't work, but except you worked. (laughs) Because we, if you weren't sitting at your
1: computer at your yeah, dining room that, table doing this work, but you were doing different kinds of work,
0: that's very true. I actually yeah. I brought my MacBook too, and I didn't even freaking use it. And I'm so mad at myself that like, you know, preggers me is like carrying this yeah, lugging yeah, this yeah. or this MacBook. Didn't even use it, but I did work. Um, I met with Gary Ware, who's amazing. If you don't follow him, follow him on Instagram. Um, and if you want anybody to come talk to you about play, he his business is Playful AF, which I fucking love. Of course you do. Um, met with him. We met on the internet. And I got to meet with him in person. Um, just, he gave me so many good tips about LinkedIn and other things and speaking. Um, met with my other friend, uh, uh, the one who has the 14,000 followers on Instagram. Just, yeah, I mean, I was like fucking networking exactly. and following up and yeah. then sending them emails afterwards with things I needed to, we both wanted to get from each other. Um, doing my daily posts on Instagram. I still yeah. got my uh, Wednesday One Minute of Joy out, even That's though right. I was traveling and at home with my parents. Yeah. So, Pat yourself
1: in the back. Realize your successes and your
0: wins. Let's woo that. Let's woo girl it. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I love when the bars go red when we woo on the recording device. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit. Anyways, Blowing everybody's ears out. We blowed you out with that woo. Yeah. But what what I was trying to mention was as I come back from it, I came back a couple nights ago and I've been dealing with a couple of Quote unquote failures. Mm-hmm. Um, Self defined failures. This is what Jessica said. I want to talk about failures, right? This is what she said. I was like, ah, oh, I want to talk about competition. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's, it, but what I'm really proud of myself and I will woo myself right now is how quickly I was able to go from labeling it as a failure to then. Labeling it as a success and learning opportunity or a learn look at you. I know I was a teacher at one point, I can tell. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, what happened was um, a couple of things, you know, um, one of my my we normally go through our week, you know, what our wins and losses, and this is going to be my wins and losses in the topic of the podcast today, yep. um, or kind of defining it. So, uh, my partner who helps me on my laughter club, my co teacher, mm-hmm. he messaged me on Facebook that he won't be able to do it anymore, which was to me not a failure, but a bummer, right? Like, a, right. oh, an obstacle. I have to, a setback. I have to, yeah. yeah. I have to o- overcome this because mm-hmm. I go on vacation. I have to be, I'm speaking in different states and I need my club to keep going here in Seattle. Right, right. Um so that was a little bit of a setback. Um I uh, I a speaking opportunity that I was so excited about. So I do motivational speaking as part of the Funny Yogi and I'm really big in Florida for some reason, <laughs> but I'm really tr- probably cuz they love the woo girl. <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> Totally. Woo AF. Totally. (laughs) Um, But I'm trying to make it in different markets like New York City, which Mm. is a little less woo, um, a little more corporate. And I was really excited because it was my first speaking opportunity that I went after after I had quit the job. Like I'm full time doing the funny yogi. Mm -hmm. And it was the first one that I went after that was a cold opportunity. I did not know this person, this event. Mm-hmm. They've never heard of me. They, I was not referred by anybody. And I don't know about you guys, but I think that a lot of times when you're starting a business off, um, especially when you go into that launch of like, I'm going to quit the job and make the side hustle, the full hustle. Right. A lot of your early success might come from friends, relationships, referrals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then it's a new next level shit right. to be getting cold opportunities, to be right. like getting, to be converting People who do not know like or trust you. Right. So I've been focusing on that a lot with speaking no like and trust, and I think it's with any business. You know, mm-hmm. no like and trust is a huge part. So she actually wrote back to me. I, I, I've been I, and she, they were interested. They wanted to know my fee. They wanted to know like how much to come from Seattle. So I really got so excited and thought this right. was such a warm. Right. I told you about it. I told my partner Josh about it. I told my family about it. This week when I was in San Diego, I had followed up with the event coordinator. Right. She mentioned, "Oh yeah, we're finalizing our selection this week. I'll let you know next week." And I'm like, "Oh." oh shit, rad, this is great. She's like responding to me even right. about the follow-up and it right. felt positive. Right. So I was kind of just You were like, in the
1: flow and you thought the universe was oh, setting you down this path of... This is happening. Gold, right?
0: This is happening. Right. Like, this so is happening. So I got excited. I was telling people about it. And then today, this morning, I wake up to the email from her and she mentioned in a very nice and personal way uh, that they didn't select any of my three topics that I had, had pitched them, but they really wanted me to continue to submit. So... You know, initially it was like this. It did feel like this big crash of like, oh, like a, shit. a balloon being deflated, right? It was totally, like, totally. Like, it was doing that. That up. hurt. <laughs> yeah, we was doing balloon <laughs> breath, which we do in after yoga. Yes, yes. <clears throat> deflated, totally deflated. Exactly. Yeah. And but what was so crazy was I'm not even joking, and I'm not like selling my own shit and saying like, oh, it really works. You are, but like, you, you should it, <laughs> like it. I'm not shit shaming you, like, uh, yes, sell your shit, this is what you do, come on, self-promote. You're right, you're right, this is what I do, this is what I help other people do, and the fact that it's working for me was, like, mind-blowing today. So, literally, in, like, a few seconds, I was like, you know what, I didn't get this, but this is the very first time that I went for something that was cold, they did not know me at all, and I've been improving my speaker one sheets so that I finally got a response so before when I was when this was just my side hustle and I wasn't really doing the funny oogie full on, my speaker one sheets weren't that great. I was, you know, was didn't have as much time to put towards sure. it to yeah. know what I was doing. Right. And I would submit to places and I would get no response. Right. Absolutely no response. Yeah. And that's what happens when you're in a lot of businesses, but definitely in the speaking industry. Mm-hmm. This was my first time that I did it post quitting the job. It's mm-hmm. so a full time job. And that I had really worked on finalizing and learning from other people, listening to podcasts of how to make a speaker one sheet. And I got the fucking event coordinator to respond to me in a personal email. And we went back and forth six times. I just went back and looked at the emails. So I'm like, this is a win. This is what Casey said today when we were walking. You mentioned that I was redefining success. Success. Yeah. That these failures is... And and I, I learned a
1: lot of this from teaching... Students, high school students, and two. I was a really tough teacher, (laughs) as you might imagine. I I can see it. Um, And even so far as parents were saying that I had too high expectations of their children, which I'm like, uh, who, 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 who has what kind of expectations? Hashtag millennials.
0: Hashtag new parenting. Which (laughs) I am not going to do. No more fucking participation (laughs) rewards. I, baby, you better win something. (laughs) This is on on. I was going to say on
1: video. On tape, <laughs> I mean recorded, whatever. Like, recorded. We call. This is now in a podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we'll look back on that. which will be outdated yeah. by the time my iBaby baby listens to this. Sure. Probably, like, they'll have like a hologram virtual thing rather than. <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so talking about redefining success and these failures, and if you don't learn failures, right, how do you, how do you reframe this in a way that you're learning from this and it's a learning opportunity and it sounds really cheesy, but if you can really train your brain to think in a different way, you, we talked about like, okay, in the past, per, perhaps if this happened, like you'd wallow in it you'd spend I the, would've. you'd spend the day just like, mar, mar, I'm so bad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it might like affect everything you did for the rest of the day. And it wouldn't have worked. But I honestly wouldn't have kept working.
0: I right. know that about myself.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to eat some more of those uh, peanut butter Oreos. Oh my God, they're so <laughs> good. They're so good.
0: And
1: don't talk about <laughs> I'm sorry. it. I'm I hit them from they're Josh. Hitting. They're hidden. They don't exist. They're... I'm taking them home with me. They're, they're hidden
0: it from my partner <laughs> so he doesn't steal my pregnancy cookies. <laughs>
1: um, That's what I would have done, though. Yeah. And so, like, this idea of, of how do we change. So, I think... This also dovetails into this idea of last time we talked about like uh, this a little bit of addiction to success, yes. right um, and, and w- how we're defining the success. and yes. I mean, I, I have literal check marks next to my to-do items, and I feel like,
0: yes, I did that. Yes, I did oh that. God, no, I yes, did I did wish we were recording with video because watching Casey go yes with a big giant <laughs> check mark on her
1: face. Like, it makes me feel so successful. And when I have to leave things for the day that I didn't get done, I put, like, a giant circle on it and, like, focus on this bad thing that you didn't do today, right? And that could be considered a failure, right? Or should-shaming. Should-shaming, right? And uh, maybe an opportunity. We talked, too, about, you know, and I'm a little bit hesitant to jump there uh, because of um, the perception of... Of the woo. Okay, well, so this opportunity was not the right opportunity. This is how the universe was steering you. And yeah. we, we talk about this because yeah. you have to put bumpers around that too because like oh, you everything totally you do. can be like, okay, well, the universe said that – you know, I should stay in bed today and eat pregnancy cookies, right? No, which <laughs> which you might maybe need to do. Maybe that's like the th- the thing that's going to
0: feed your soul for the day. But so like so balance with it that, is though. managing. You know, is this the universe in the woo telling me this was what was right? Right. But if you if you almost let your own... T- that's why I like the two of us, and especially your business, because your business is way more in the woo than mine. Yes. But you are so come from a Western medical hard science background, and you're such yeah, a logical academic, woman. Yeah, exactly. That that's why I love about it is I. And I think everybody needs to have that perspective. It's almost like everything in moderation, right? Yep. Woo in moderation. Yeah. Because if you let that be your guiding light only, yep. Yep. then where the fuck are you going to land? Right. Because you can land anywhere and be like, "That's where I'm supposed to be." And I think <laughs> the it, universe. I mean, it goes back into this
1: authentic voice, and I just went to a really awesome networking event last night. For it was called for soulful soulful entrepreneurs
0: because they didn't know about soulpreneurs. Well, I
1: think it was actually, <laughs> and I even brought that up later because what I was thinking like soulful, soulful entrepreneur in my mind was somebody that has a business that's um, targeted towards more of the woo yeah. right uh, either coaching or yeah. um, you know massage therapy or yoga, Reiki energy right. work yoga that's something. and instead I was greeted by people who were um, in different sectors than I was thinking about I mean even in marketing and branding that we're talking about how do you move through this um, venture with this soulful purpose.
0: It's almost like soulpreneurs is really, because we've talked about how even the idea of our podcast can be bigger than what we always mention, yoga, massage service, life coach, therapist, whatever. It's almost like this idea of soulpreneurs is really just being authentic. Yeah. Whatever your business is that's truly authentic to you and what's guided your life, whether that's being a fucking business consultant or whatever, soulpreneur doesn't have to be all woo.
1: No. I like that. But it's this idea of um, finding the thread and and what we talked a a lot about was being guided by intuition Mm -hmm. and you know i a lot of people feel like this universe if if i talk about the universe it feels like um, in some ways people connect in a way that the universe is pushing right Mm. pushing in this way or that way rather than looking inside Mm. right at this inner guidance inner voice Mm. that's talking about your authentic self following intuition that leads you down these paths Mm. and that when you're "Quote unquote," listening with the different sense yeah. that you are guided. "Quote unquote" by your yeah. highest self, whatever word
0: that that oh works God, best I with love you. This. As you move in this way, then and you're not blaming or. <clears throat> Or saying it was the universe again. That's like that victim right. mentality. Right. It was the universe. Oh, right. The universe is saying this isn't right for me, right. which is what people use with God or whatever else that they believe yeah. in. Yeah. I love that Got yeah. it. Coming back to like, no, it's it comes from within. Right, it's me being tuned into the to best me purpose, highest self, like highest self, and tuned into the other people in this universe. Yeah. That's then all working together to get me to where I need to be. I just love you that. look like Frankenstein right there. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> <We> I <laughs> my hands. I was like conducting a universal <laughs> symphony right yeah. now. Exactly. It was a little dark, though. <laughs> right. Like Frankenstein. <laughs> exactly. No, but um, I love that. I, I haven't heard of that or, right. or put it in that way. And right. I think that's gold.
1: And it was just like a, a nice opportunity for me to be reminded yesterday for that. Um, so, you know, we talked about this failure. And, and the other piece that we're talking about, uh, success and failure. We have um, two – bo- both Jessica and I came from a background in um, – a corporate job or being a cor- corporate career. And, that hard, was, science. and come well, from hard, hard science. Well, hard science, but also through sales. Like, yeah. So, um, and this is our most recent endeavor prior to us uh, moving on to solopreneurship. Mm. Um, and so there are, like, metrics of, like, these things that you should do, right? It felt like uh, to follow up on leads, to convert people, to have these because you're looking for the sale. Yep. Um And we are doing that in in what we do, wanting to do that from our authentic self. Um, But it also has this, like, aversion-desire feeling. Like, we talked about Mm -hmm. in this in my yoga Mm -hmm. training, too. Like, okay, we want to reach towards the success, the check marks, the things like this. And this is, like, grabbing and grasping to to that Mm -hmm. versus, like, running away from failure because that's the place that we're like, that doesn't feel good, right? It's this aversion-desire sort of thing. And so if we can lean into both in the space Mm -hmm. of, I like, I mean, literally in our conversation of maybe half an hour, like, how can we reframe this? And yes, we'd start, you had started doing the work and I've started doing the work beforehand, but like in this, oh really, here are real reasons. And even listening to you to talk about like, well, now she's in my Rolodex. Hey, I've moved somebody from an unknown to a known, right? I have this experience and she's moving down the pathway to the like and trust, right? Yeah. So this like yeah. this space. And so being able to reframe and think in, in this way while while maintaining our true identity, our true self, but it does feel like a letdown. You know what I mean? Of course yeah. it does. And I don't I don't want to say don't feel that because that's yeah. inauthentic in
0: itself. You know, that's fantastic. Because I was talking about I'm rereading The Gifts of Imperfection, which is uh by Brene Brown, who is amazing. And this is something I didn't even tell you about earlier, Casey. Ooh. She was talking about the people that you need in your life when you're talking about um, if you have like a shame story or something mm-hmm. that went wrong and you have to be really careful about the people that you share these things with for support because you've got, you know, the friend who hears the story and actually feels shame for you. Like uh-huh. a big gasp. Oh, right. they denied you? That must feel horrible. And it's right. like, okay, don't want to talk to you right now. Right. Or you have the friend who responds with sympathy. Mm-hmm. I feel so sorry for you. And then it like makes mm-hmm. you go more into your sorry dumb right. and your right. victim Um, The friend who needs you to be the pillar of worthiness, like needs you to be the strong one. Right. Like, wait, why are you... Breaking yeah. down. Yeah. Or the friend who is so uncomfortable with vulnerability that she scolds you. You know, how could you let this happen? Like, how did you not, you know, do this, this, and this, and this? And right. you should
1: do this next time. Maybe you shouldn't even put yourself out there. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or the friend who's all about making it better. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, okay. Well, I here know are me. all the good things of why it happened. But... Yeah. Or the, the last one was so great. The friend who confuses connection with the opportunity to one up you. Like, that's nothing. Listen to what happened to me. Oh, right. And I'm like, okay. That's, that was yeah, that's so my, true. that's my old
1: uh, go to pattern.
0: There. But what's yeah. great is that I was just thinking. When you mentioned this, I'm like, yeah, you were none of those bad friends. Mm. You were exactly what I needed to be, which was just the the listening and the compassion and yeah. also encouraging my, my courage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I wanted to mention, what this whole thing brought up for me, which is why I wanted to bring up the book. And I'm rereading this book right now in a book club. And it's so great timing because what I read last night was playing down the exciting stuff doesn't take the pain away when it doesn't happen. It does, however, minimize the joy when it does happen. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I was a little bit embarrassed this morning. Like, I told all these people about this New York speaking gig. I was so excited. I was just down in San Diego almost telling all my friends, like, hey, I've got this opportunity to finally break into New York. Mm -hmm. Like, it was happening. Right. Because there's there's an element of you want to manifest things. Mm -hmm, You want to put positive energy towards it because we believe in that. We believe in the fucking woo. Yeah. But... Then it was like, oh, I shamed myself. Like, oh, you just told all these people. Right. And now you have to tell them you didn't get it. But that's exactly what Brene Brown was talking about. When you tell all these people this exciting stuff, if you, if I, if I wouldn't have told you and all my friends this exciting opportunity. That you weren't, yeah. That I wasn't going to get it. But I didn't bring it up at all, just kept it to myself. Like, I'm doing this thing. Made, yeah. It wouldn't have made any of the pain that I felt this morning any less. Right. It really wouldn't have. Right. But if I would have gotten it and I wouldn't have shared it with anybody... It definitely would have taken some of the joy away because I was joyful this last week and a half with this opportunity. Well, and, I was and being excited. able to share and making connections with people, like,
1: hey, here's an idea of one way I could go and the things I can do yeah. with. with- with my new man my new business. This is where I'm going. Or
0: developing even just the deeper relationship with you and I. Yeah. We just walked around Green Lake and the fact that I was vulnerable enough to tell you about it two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. To show you how excited I was. Yeah. We even and then, worked on writing an email together. Yes,
1: yeah. We did! Yeah.
0: fuck yeah, we did. That was last Freelancer Friday. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. You helped me with the follow-up email. Yep. And she responded right away. And like I nice. said, we've had six exchanges now. And what I learned on a speaking podcast is like that is now a warm lead. I now know right. this event course. Right. or I'm getting to know her. Sure. So, you know, and so it did because I told you and because of this quote unquote failure or this right. setback, even being able to, I wouldn't have had the experience of sharing with you afterwards, post-processing mm-hmm. and tell you how I've reframed it. And I feel like it was a little bit of success and we got closer and shared this bond where I'm like, yeah, you know what that did? That maximized the joy from it. Yep. And if I would have never told you about this, it would have minimized the joy on the front end and on the back end. Yep. So I just feel like. And Prop Supernay Brown. Prop Supernay Brown. <laughs> she's you, the best. If you haven't read The Gifts of Imperfection, it, it really is a fucking great book, <sighs> especially for a solopreneur. Exactly. Um, but I just think that what you mentioned, Casey, of redefining success and looking at failures as, I love, you mentioned setback. Like, I wouldn't even use the word setback. I just went straight to failure. So right. that's another huge right. thing I learned from you. Um is, is huge in this entrepreneurial lifestyle because we're not going to escape setbacks. We are right. not going to yep. escape failures. We are going to have 10 no's and one yes. Yep. And I actually think that we should end here, but I think this is going to be a two-parter because yeah, we didn't I'm even get agreeing. to go into the competition or other yeah. failure stuff. But quickly for right now. Should I give this quote that we're, we're doing I think we're going to do a part two. Okay. I think that quote's going okay. to into part two. I love it. Uh, Which we'll do because we're so, hitting our 30 dot, minute mark. Dot, dot, dot. Dun, 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 dun. It sounds like a. Um... To be continued. Yay! Cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger. We're not even going to tell you our drink order today because it's <gasps> a cliffhanger. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay yeah. tuned for episode number five. <laughs> 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 so thank you for listening to episode number five. Four. four with uh the funny yogi again you can follow me on facebook or instagram at the funny yogi and use my hashtag commit to joy wonderful
1: and i'm the apothecary of light i'm working on my hashtag apop of light and you can follow me on instagram and facebook at apothecary of light
0: fantastic thanks everybody for having your woo latte today yeah, over, and <laughs> over and out. over and out We need more latte. Overnight, no. We need more more (laughs) caffeine. All right. Peace.